Greetings, fierce listeners. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. We actually have a special episode in store. What you're about to hear is the audio taken from our live video Q&A session we did on Facebook and Instagram a few weeks back. What it includes is just raw and uncut question and answer time. There's one caveat. The audio quality is not the best because the audio is derived directly from the Facebook video. However, it's good enough to hear everything clearly and you shouldn't have a problem understanding what the questions are. So with that said, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you get something out out of this. Stay fierce and I'll see you on the other side. Take care. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in. Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between. Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. Okay, I'm getting laughter. I'm a, <laughs> and a all thumbs right. up. Nice. Sounding good. Thanks, Mike. Okay, well, like like I said, I'm Ryan. This is Selena. We are uh, the authors and the voices of Fierce Marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a podcast. That's what I mean by voices. And uh, yeah, we've been at this for a little while, and uh, we thought, you know what? We have never done a live question and answer. Um, we've done some Q and A stuff through the podcast and mm-hmm. through. Uh, other venues, but nothing ever really live. So, uh, if you've, uh, if you've got questions, just leave them in the comments. We'll try to track those. Yeah. Uh, we don't, we're not cool enough. We don't have like somebody else who's tracking them for us. <laughs> so we got to try and we're just hands uh, on. play by ear. Um, by the way, we're also recording the podcast right now. So hello. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, a couple of questions. Okay. So we there. had some questions here. So someone asked, uh, so Abigail, hi, <laughs> she said, what's the best advice you've ever been given? Selena, you go for it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, best advice I've ever been given is honestly just Jesus, keeping him at the center, yeah. keeping your soft heart towards him, um, his word being the authority and leading your marriage. Um, gosh, and find a, a partner who also believes. I think that was kind of my number one with somebody who loved Jesus. Um, right. Either as much or we're just kind of on the same journey. So that. That was kind of always a, a definite for me, never a question. Yeah. What about you? That's good. I, I think Were you my given different best advice. <laughs> <laughs> I think my best advice would have been um I think for my dad. Uh, my dad's an awesome guy and he said uh, he said just always talk through everything. Mm-hmm. And um that I think had roots that were a lot deeper than I realized when he told me that. Um but uh, essentially what he meant by that is that when you're married and you have problems and you both understand that you're in a covenant, you're not going to go anywhere uh, that you can just you can actually talk through stuff. Um, the problem is, is a lot of people think that you can just kind of bail. Yeah. And um, that's not what covenant is. Yeah. Covenant means that you're bound together by something that's outside of you that will uh, allow you the space and the freedom and the, the joy of really talking through and working through stuff. So, yeah, I'd say yeah. that was my best. She said, she said, thank you. That was really great. Hey, awesome. Hey, yo. Okay. So let's so see. She totally agrees. We're getting lots of questions here. Oh, someone said, what's the toughest thing you have survived together? And that's Crystal. Hi, Crystal. Oh, wow. uh, the toughest She's thing we've ever that. survived. Uh, that is a secret. <laughs> no, it's, you know it's, what? It's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. CBD. So we actually have a rather large, um, Nothing like catastrophic in terms of infidelity or anything like that. But when we were in our second year of marriage, uh, I just to put it bluntly, I almost died. Literally, I was on in the hospital on my deathbed, and uh, Selena was looking at being a widow. And there's a lot of detail to that story, um, and we actually do tell that story. But uh, that mm-hmm. that's coming a little bit later. Yeah. And give us about a month or so, and then mm-hmm. we'll have uh, we'll have some fun news for you. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, other than that, what can you say? I mean. That was a little teaser. That wasn't really helpful for anyone. Well, we, I mean, when we, when we moved to California, we were pretty broke. I feel like yeah. <laughs> that was really tough. We don't live in California now, by the way. Yeah, we're in you can Washington. See that? see that right there? Oh, where is it? Washington state. That's where we live. <laughs> yeah, but when sorry. we moved to Southern California, we were in one of the more wealthy areas. And I think that well, really it was like a resort town, Palm yeah. Springs, Palm Desert. Yeah, it was, but it was challenging yeah. for our marriage. I mean, I yeah. remember I had conversations of like, I feel like we need to get a house. We need to have a better car. We need to have all these things. And you were like, no, 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 this is not, 
you know, pressure. Yeah. 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 That was really, I felt yeah. like that was really tough for us to mm-hmm. kind of wrap our heads around and, um, yeah, well, when I quit, uh, my job, so I used to work for the state, mm-hmm. the state of Washington. Um, it's a long story, Grab some of these comments but, uh, <laughs> but kind of left, we both left these pretty secure jobs. Yeah. Um, because we just felt called to go down there and start a business. Um, long, long story. I won't get into it, but essentially we were living like truly hand to mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, there were many, many times when we had, uh, when we had, uh, like $50 in our bank account and rent was due the next day and, yeah. uh, you know, insurance and all this stuff. And all the things for um, adulting. Adulting's yeah. Hard. Adulting is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Being an adult is hard. <laughs> Uh, and so, you know what, but God got us through it and it wasn't always the way I wanted it to happen, but it was always the way I needed it to happen mm-hmm. the way we needed it to happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I see a question up there. Um, how can, this is from Andrea on Instagram. Hey Andrea. She says, how can I keep the spark in marriage with a new baby in the family? Congratulations. It's wow. a good thing. Babies yes. are good. Yes. <laughs> Babies are a blessing. <laughs> Yes, oh, congratulations. Yeah, and congrats. we have been there. Uh, we have a four-year-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old. And you know what? I What I've learned is that it's the, the little things that really make it – kids make the little things just mm-hmm. um, that much more invaluable. <laughs> like, I don't know if that makes sense. So things like going out for an hour and right. eating slow and not having to worry about a, a crying baby or yeah. if it's, if it's going to be the right time of day. So, um, don't look for big things, I guess, keep your eye out for the small things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having somebody watch the baby for an hour so you and your husband can get out, get a bite to eat, even if it's drive through, even if it's walking through target for 20 minutes or walking through a store, like right. just get a little bit of time, just start small. Babies will grow. They sleep a lot. It's awesome. Congratulations. It is an intense yeah, road at first, but they are just, yeah. just snuggle that baby, love that baby and bond together as parents and as married well, I couples. Think, yeah. I think the key to that though, is making sure that you're in agreement. Yeah. On it, right. True. So true. you want to make sure that as a husband and a wife, uh, you guys are both just really on board with the whole baby thing. And that yeah. sounds like really weird to say, cause of course you're on board, right? Cause what else well, are you going to do? You can't unring that bell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't change it. Uh, but, uh, you know, but I think as a husband, you, uh, I had to really embrace like this is our new normal, and that's okay. It's yeah. good in different ways that I'm learning about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you work together and just talk and be very honest, when you talk about keeping the spark in your marriage after, mm-hmm. you know, I always think of uh, intimacy and, and sex, right? So how can you actually stay intimate mm-hmm. when uh, obviously after pregnancy, after you have a baby, it's pretty you you have to heal, right? Mm-hmm. There's at least six to eight weeks in there where you have to heal. And so there's a lot of communication that has to happen around that to make yeah. sure that you're not just forgetting about um, your your sex life mm-hmm. together. And so it can be really easy for a new mom, I think, to to forget because you have a new baby and life is totally different and that's understandable. So I think it's very important that the husband uh, takes the initiative and, and starts those conversations in a loving way mm-hmm. and create a plan for yeah. your intimacy. So for us, just to be completely candid, uh, nap times, that's the thing about infants <laughs> is they sleep like crazy Yeah. and you don't need a whole lot of time <laughs> to, uh, to keep the spark, if you will. So, yeah. uh, take advantage of nap times as with, much as you yeah, can. Yeah. You get creative with yep. time and moms give yourself grace, you know, yeah. your hormones are kind of raging. So just, I don't know, keep, give grace to each other and talk about your needs. Try not right. to sleep when that baby sleeps and understand that tiredness is a real thing, but you'll get mm-hmm. through it. And every day, every year gets better and better. Kids are amazing and such a blessing. So congrats. We awesome. got lots more questions. Wowie. So somebody said, I just want to say thank you for this. Someone said, let me get up here. God bless you guys. Um, my husband and I listen to the podcast. I can definitely say that oh, it has helped us so, so much. sweet. That's my eyes are horrible. Sorry, I stare at screens all day. <laughs> New child, nine nine zero one. Thank you for that. <laughs> my That's eyes awesome. are really Thank bad. Thank you. Thank you so much for for that. And yeah, the um, the podcast has been a new thing for us. It's been a lot of fun. Yes. Um, it's it's fun to actually get our voices out there. Writing takes a lot of time, and so does the podcast, to be honest. But uh, you can't really hear the voice as well when you're writing a blog post and books and things. So. Yes. Um, this is kind of a fun one. Uh, it's from Katrina Maggard. Hi, we've been married 12 years and cheap date ideas besides Redbox. Mm, cheap date ideas. How cheap? <laughs> we, we've yeah. done Datebox, which I know you've talked about. Yep. Those are pretty, yep. I feel like they're pretty inexpensive for a date every month. They're like 30 or 40 bucks. Yes. Uh, those are good. But you'll easily spend that on a. Yeah, so if you guys are out. unaware. But Redbox, yeah. is, I mean. It's like two bucks. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so what's cheap? So I'm guessing let's let's do like five to ten dollars. Five to ten dollars. So ice cream. We ice love to cream. do that. We Rose. go out to ice cream together. Yeah. Uh, we can even take the the girls with us. They don't even sometimes even know that we're getting ice cream. <laughs> because <laughs> you know when it's like eight o'clock at night and you want them to go to sleep you don't uh-huh. want them hopped up on sugar yes uh so you figure you know out. some of our friends have started reading books together like reading out loud yeah. to each other um like storybooks like dare i mention it but harry potter <laughs> um or some other just like i think that's really fun i've wanted mm-hmm. to try that with you because we i mean we enjoy reading books are can get them at the library for free. You know, you could you can get yeah. them on Kindle and whatever, and just they just sit and they read together, mm-hmm. and that's something that we feel like would be really yeah. enriching. I think our favorite uh, cheap date when we were before we had kids, uh, it what we would just get in the car and drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's by far I think our favorite pastime. Yeah, we would just kind of point to a place on a map. You Not know, even like we just get on miles. the freeway and go. Yeah, north yeah. south. East, West. Yeah, especially like on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah. You just get out of Dodge and go find a car rides uh, are the best. A $50 hotel. Um, now that's that's more Scan- than $5. Yes, but, you're going outside of our boundaries. Or we would here. just go for a day trip. And <laughs> yeah. you can camp too for really cheap. So yeah. Just getting uh, out, bringing snacks. Um, yeah. Um, somebody had a question. They said, let's see, Camille, how do you help your spouse when they've fallen far from Jesus? That's Camille on Facebook. Hi, Camille. Mm-hmm. Thanks for asking. Good um, question. So if they've fallen far from Jesus, that's tough. That's really tough, especially if you uh, got married under the premise that you share the same beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the only thing you really can do is just pray um, and and love him or her mm-hmm. as well as you can and just be um, be the gospel in your marriage mm-hmm. and that, be gracious, uh, be understanding and um you know, and have, lovingly invite him or her along with you in your faith, right. but understand that uh, you can you you can plant seeds, you can water seeds, but only God can make them grow. Yeah, right? Paul Paul planted, Apollos watered. Mm-hmm. Only God can make it grow. Um, and so we oftentimes we want to pull that thing. We, you see the little sprout come it. out out of the ground, <laughs> and, and you want to just like you're like grow, and you pull, and what happens <laughs> is you uproot it, and you end up right. uh, kind of uh, undoing the the tender work that God's been doing. Mm-hmm. So you just got to let it grow mm-hmm. um, and try not to force feed. Um, right. But, and a lot of prayer, a lot yeah. of prayer, a lot of faith, push into, um, push into uh, your relationship with Jesus, push into prayer as much as you can. Well, and anchoring, yeah. anchoring your hope in the Lord um, and knowing that nobody's, although they seem far, um, God is so big and sovereign. They're not out of God's control. They're not out of his reach. And, um, I feel like that's brought me comfort for relationships that are close to me, not Mm -hmm. my husband, but um, that have fallen, fallen away. So I would definitely say just anchor your hope Mm -hmm. in the Lord and feed that hope and pray. Yes. Pray absolutely for your husband, pray for his heart, pray that God would put people Mm -hmm. of influence in his life to that. The gospel would just be on display for him and that he would show you how to love him. Well, yeah, that's good. Right. Where's that? That's good. Yeah. We have some friends who, they, um, he was totally out, you know, unbeliever, uh, a heathen by every <laughs> measure. That's Kenny and Linda. Hey guys, if you're there, hi. <laughs> um, and they, and Linda was just like kind of a Bible thumper. We shared this story in our podcast. She's kind of a Bible thumper. And, uh, he, she finally just felt God say, you know, just love him where he's at. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she came home one day. He was, one it Sunday. was on a Sunday after church. Yes. He's watching a football game and she grabs, uh, she goes to the fridge and grabs a beer and sit down, sits down and says, who's winning <laughs> and like cracks the beer for him and has her own. And he was just like, yeah. what is Who going is this? on? Who is yeah. this? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's not to say that that's exactly what you should do. It's just to say that, you know, sometimes, uh, the best thing you can do is just love Come him or her where they're him, at. Yeah. Um, you don't yeah. want to enable sin, of course, but I think, um, there's a lot of grace to be had mm-hmm. in that situation. So let's scroll down here a little bit. Whoa, whoa, lots of good stuff. Wow. Um, I don't know that one. All right. I'm going to answer Dan's question. Dan Courtney at the bottom. He said, okay. Courtine, sorry. How do you get, how did you get started with this? I want to start something with men and dads, but just don't know how that is. Um, the, I want to take a second to answer that only because we love the idea of, people being inspired and going and making more disciples. Um, that's our dream is to make disciples and make marriages that make other disciples and um, to disciple marriages, I should say. So, um, you know what? You just do a lot of internet research. <laughs> uh, you know, if you feel called to it, be, be ready to, um, to, 
to go for the mm-hmm. long haul. Um, count the cost. Know that blogging is not something for the lighthearted. Um, but you know what? If God's called you to do it, even if you just help two or three people um, or time, a couple yeah. dozen people, it yeah. takes time. But you know what? That's worth it. I can't think of a better investment than just sharing the gospel right. uh, with anybody who will listen. Well, and what's Jeff's, what's that, um, the secret life of dad? Yeah. A good friend, Jeff. It's, hey, bud. It's I don't good know if you're to there. check out other blogs too and just kind of, I don't know, get just kind of get an idea of what, where people yeah. are at, what they're doing. You have the secret life of dad. We have fierce husbands and yeah. 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 Other. So there are some good communities around that, but, um, I would just say find some other guys mm-hmm. that, that you, that are passionate about that as well. And just yeah. put, you know, just, like bring together a group of guys that can kind of advise you and then uh, just commit to executing, but always without striving, yeah. you know, trust God to do his thing. And write down those ideas yeah. God's put in your heart. I yeah. think that was a lot from where it started for us was just like, what are these things? What are these issues and things that we keep seeing and we keep feeling? And how has God answered those in our lives? How can we show people the Lord yeah. in, in our our own like yeah. s- trials and tr- struggles? Yeah, I see a good question. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Corinne Jessup. Hi there. From on Instagram, any advice on uh, cultivating a sex life in a new marriage? Awkward question, but not talked about enough for newly married Christians. We shouldn't identify people asking sex questions. Oops. (laughs) Well, it's right there. It's in the comments. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Hey, sorry about that. I'll call you CJ. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, what do you think? Cultivating a sex life in a new marriage. So, actually, this is something that we kind of had to figure out. we so my dad just to give you some background my dad was a very he had two he had two kind of like hard and fast rules yeah <laughs> and if you have young ears listening i want to turn them away but he basically said no sex before you're married and no tattoos he says if you do the if you have sex before you're married i have a rusty machete out back <laughs> and he just he, i was like 12 and like you know really pubescent and uh, so i needed <laughs> to hear that <laughs> I was afraid. Um, and so we were actually, when we got married, we were both, uh, we were both virgins. Mm-hmm. Hello. That's, uh, that's not something that's broadcast <laughs> yeah. the world. Here we go. <laughs> that's one of the reasons we got married so young. Cause I was like, I, I love this girl and it's not any easier to keep things pure. Um, so I'm just going to, I'd rather be poor <laughs> and married, uh, instead of burning with passion. Now, of course, if you're on the fence about something like that, you need to make sure and you understand marriage. Yeah, Don't dive into something marriage. just so you yeah. can dive into bed. Right. Uh, it's, but in our case, that was, I absolutely wasn't getting any easier. Yeah. So we, we, in our wedding night, <laughs> we, I mean, we weren't ignorant. We weren't, sheltered but we were we were uh i think people go in with expectations because you just yeah and new marriage there's a lot of expectations on new marriage it's like being a new parent and you have this you're you're trying to understand you're like people say marriage is so great but it feels kind of awkward and we don't know how to like do this and so for us it took us a long time to feel like we could um have a not a schedule for it but kind of a schedule for it right like we we made we had to make time for it It was very intentional it wasn't always just like oh i feel like doing this so let's do this it's like we there's many times where we had to we had to say okay this is like the night or every other night or every few days and um i think you just have to figure out what works for your marriage and that just that takes time there is stuff that just kind of takes time and there's no shortcut around it um and a lot of conversation right a lot of conversations a lot of talking for sure uh now we've been married going on 15 years and uh, I'm just going to say this pornography is a lot more prolific now than it was. And um, I think by God's grace, I didn't, I didn't get deep into that, um, that world mm-hmm. before we were married. And so there my expectations. They weren't, you know, perfect, but they weren't skewed. Just going to be honest as much as most men's expectations are skewed these mm-hmm. days. So that's a hard thing to overcome. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so if you're newly married and you guys ha- both are fairly, um, you know, either virgins or, or, you know, very inexperienced, um, you know, by God's grace, I think it's good to, you know, save, you know, save sex for marriage. Of course, that's God's mm-hmm. word. Um, but, you know, if there's a lot of that kind of skewed, and distorted perspective of mm-hmm. sex that can cause a lot of problems. Absolutely. And so uh, it's important to recognize that. Yeah. And then it's important to find, um, find a solution out of it. And so it's uh, if there are past addictions or current addictions to pornography mm-hmm. or past uh, skewed perspectives and distorted views, yeah. uh, there needs to be some counsel around how to get, um, right. how to get uh, healing in that area right. and to I realign those. That. Absolutely. So that's a tender topic. Yeah. Um, but again, going back to how to 
cultivate a healthy sex life as a newlywed couple, just know this: you're you're in for the adventure of your life. Right. Have there's fun. No, there's relax. No rush to, like, there's no rush. Yeah. Do be and, perfect. Do anything yep. perfect. And like, just, talk, just talk, talk, talk through it all. And yep. practice, practice, practice. <laughs> uh, practice is good. So. Yes. Um, somebody said uh, this is just this is from Deanna. Um, stay right there. Oh, sorry. I can't see it. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Deanna said, thank you, Deanna. You're very nice. Um, she said, your 31 day pursuit was life changing for my husband and I, thank you for giving the time, um, and energy to share your talent. Oh, I, that's talents. That I think a generous term <laughs> and encouraging words. Uh, but yeah, you know, if you're not aware, we do have these two books, the 31 day pursuit challenge. There, there's them. a blue one behind me right here. <laughs> Look at you Just... right there. It's called Husband in Pursuit. Sorry, Instagram, you guys are. Husband in Pursuit is right there. Um, there's one called Wife in Pursuit. Go to 31daypursuit.com, <laughs> and uh, you can find those. Anyway, it's just a 31 things Thirty-one things you do over 31 days. Yeah, and we're going through it yeah. right now. It's a little intense. We're I feel doing like we should have, yeah. I don't know who wrote these, but we should have <laughs> yeah, uh, put authors. a few rest days in these. They're pretty these ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not to scare you. They're, they're yeah. not super hard challenges, but yeah. um, they are some little challenges. Yes. Okay, let's look at another question here. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is a good one, I think. Uh, okay. Mackenzie. Mackenzie Rodriguez. Uh, she said, Christ calls husbands to be a spiritual leaders of the family. What should a wife do when her husband doesn't want to be a spiritual leader? Mm. What would you do? I mean, there's been times when I've not led you well, right? Mm -hmm. What was your What was going on in your heart, and how did you handle that? Um. You know, I think it depends on sort of what's happening in in your life and in your situation because I kind of know that you'll bounce back and I know that God will get a hold of your heart and I pray that and sometimes I can confront you about it but not – I have to kind of figure out the right time and I have to even figure out if, if I'm like sensing, sensing it correctly and it's not just – it's not him not leading – it's, I gotta make sure it's not him just having like an off day or something like that, but mm -hmm. intentionally like giving up the reins and saying like, you know, maybe not saying anything. Um, I think as a wife and as a mom, I would still, I would be praying for you. Um, mm -hmm. I would definitely be revisiting the conversations or, you know, asking how I can help you. Yeah. I would in the small moments, you know, in between with our kids, getting them ready. And I would still like try to pray with them. Um, at night or just any opportunities that I have in the car talking to them about Jesus. I mean, we do that now, but, um, when they're not, I guess when you're not wanting to lead and you're usur usurping that role, there's gotta be something else going on. Yeah. Um, well, the first thing is, uh, I'm saying this to wives. If you feel like your husband is not um, wanting to lead, uh, don't, don't bear the weight of, of his, uh, of that. What I mean by that is only God, like we said before, only yeah. God can transform hearts. It's not up to you to make him into the man that God wants him to be. Yeah, that's good. It's God will use you, but it's by his, his grace that you're even there to be used. And so uh, I would say just the best thing you can do is press into Jesus, mm -hmm. you know, in, in the event. So God has a special place in, in his word for the widows and the orphans mm -hmm. and the, and the, the single mothers. Right. And so, um, and, and, the single, you know, wives that have been abandoned, right? I think he has a special place in his heart for that. And so you may not be physically abandoned, but if you're spiritually abandoned, um, you know, you do have, uh, you do have a, br a bridegroom mm -hmm. in Christ, headship, right? Yep. You have headship in Christ and not that that gives you excuse to usurp, um, right. you know, a husband's uh, role or to be divisive mm -hmm. in your family. It does give you, um, it can give you some peace. And so uh, pray, 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 and just trust and it's not easy and um i would say get community around you that can help uh help you um feel um supported so that you're not just doing it alone because right. that can be very lonely yeah. uh, and of course um that's what the church is here for mm -hmm. is to support you mm -hmm. and to pray with you and to agree for a miracle in your husband's life so um so yeah uh let's see hmm Thanks for being here, everybody. Yeah. There's just yeah. lots. We're just overwhelmed here. Yeah. Selena, why don't you look at the Facebook one, and I'll okay. try to find one here. <laughs> okay, I got one. Okay. Could you recommend how long one should stay in a marriage if a spouse um, 
who has backslidden, um, thinks he's fallen in love with someone else, and now there's infidelity. Okay, so how long should you stay in a marriage if there's if there's infidelity? Um, that's a really hard question. I probably should. <laughs> no, you know what? God's word is pretty clear. Um, there are. I'm going to say there's two God. There's two biblical. Uh, I think biblically grounded. Mm-hmm. Grounds. That's a bad sentence. There's two biblical reasons um, that justify divorce: uh, infidelity um, and, and adultery mm-hmm. is one of those. And then there's uh, there's the Pauline. I think it's the Pauline privilege. It's basically talking about um, unequally yoked. If you're unequally yoked and somebody is abandoned, um, please don't take this as the gospel truth. Talk to a pastor um, and get counsel through that. I don't want people just going and getting divorces in droves because of something I said. Right. But um, you know, weigh it God's word against you know against um, your situation. Um, always know this: that divorce is never going to be God's best. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the in the instance of there's if there's infidelity, um, divorce is not going to be um, like the tip top thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's possible, and and in some cases, it's totally uh, justified. Um, but so with that said, um, what do you do? Uh, I think you know. If I think the first question, and we just answered this in our podcast, right? Yeah. The first question is, uh, is there repentance? If there's repentance there, then, and you're both believers and you're willing to turn to the church, uh, you know, people that can give you advice and you're willing to submit yourself to uh, the, the authority of the and, yeah. Bible and that process, then I think there's, there's definitely hope for reconciliation. I think mm-hmm. that's definitely God's best. We have, uh, we've heard stories mm-hmm. and we know, we know of people who have had affairs. And they've been devastating, uh, but there has been repentance, and the Holy Spirit has been alive in those relationships. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we've seen miracles happen. Yeah, things that you think, you know, you look at it today, and you say that is never yeah. going to work. Yeah, that is never going to come together again. And you know what? We can we can sit here, you know, years and months later, miraculously, just and we see, can it. see a miracle. Yeah, it's all yeah. testament to God's yeah. glory. I definitely would say, you know, go go talk to your pastor. Christian counselors, professional counselors, um, and, and definitely pray through this and, um, seek advice again from people who have, um, your covenant in mind and who have, who know you, Mm -hmm. um, or who will get to know you through being a counselor and whatnot, because I think it's important that people, somebody know the whole situation. We can only present you with Mm -hmm. truth. There's no way that we can say, go do this, go do that. Like that is, we don't know you, we don't know your, your, your world and, you know, that's God's good. word is clear. And I think that you highlighted that. Um, but I don't that's think it's not wise a yeah. to just go and like, you know, break up and stuff. Um, yeah. It's, it's not wise to uh, get all of your marital advice from Google and the internet um, and make big decisions on it. You need mm-hmm. to have community and counsel and hear um, truth. You need to listen word, to wisdom because yep. they're blind spots, right? They're, yeah. they're blind spots because you don't see them right. and you don't know they're there. Right. So anyway, hope that helps. That's not trying to be quick or make pat answers, but um, hopefully that helps you. Yeah. Um, by the way, everyone who's joining us, welcome, welcome. <laughs> we haven't Hello. welcomed anyone in a while. I know. Ben. Hi, Ben Ray. He's, yes. a, he's actually a friend of ours. Hi. Good yeah. to see you, man. <laughs> um, I saw Sean on here too. Sean uh, Manley. Nice. Hi, Sean. <laughs> um, let's see. There was. Um, whoa, sorry. Somebody asked. Uh, it's it's up. You, you went go. and scrolled again. Is it the finances one. No. Somebody oh. asked. Um, is there ever a time when you don't desire your wife? And you, you don't. You, and uh, okay. I think that was just like in general. Like, did I didn't want to be married? I think is how I take that. <laughs> Uh, and the answer is yes. <laughs> the answer is there were times, and uh, you know there are emotions that uh, don't desire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, there's times when it's like when marriage has been very hard, right? And ne- divorce has never been an option. But right. man, did I want to leave for a weekend? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We talked through it. We actually had um, we're just breaking through one of our uh, I think August or so. We had a really like I'd call it a cold snap. In our marriage. Yeah. Haven't had one in a while, I think. And it was, yeah. it was bitter cold. <laughs> and yeah. just to be completely honest is that we couldn't, uh, we couldn't seem to connect. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't seem to um, actually. Couldn't communicate. <laughs> yeah. We, we couldn't communicate. Uh, yeah. It was, it was like we were missing each other no matter what we did, no matter. It's like, we just always fought about yeah. everything. And Reasons then. Reasons were wrong. Everybody would, we just couldn't even like. To be fair, it was a page. very hard time. It was a very um, hard time. There was a There's lot, a lot going of on. stuff happening. Yeah. But, um, 
sickness and death and things in the family. And, um, and we were just driving back from, from, um, one of the, like a, it was like a weekend trip and we were fighting just our kids were in the back. It was a long road trip. It was not our shiniest moment. I got this, like I, in my heart, I was like this, I feel it. I feel this is why people want to get a divorce. You feel like you can't get, you can't just like get through to them and they're not getting through to you. And you just feel like you're at an impasse and it's not productive at all. And finally, I just, I just stopped. I said, and we were both arguing this very heated, yelling, swearing. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. (laughs) And, uh, I just said, you know what, Selena, uh, this is not fun, but there's nothing you can do to make me leave. I'm never going to leave you. I will always be here for you. I will always love you. We're going to get through this. Remember that? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> Not hard to forget. And you know what? That was the <laughs> breaking point. Yeah. That was the breaking point. And I think that was a God-inspired like thing because he knows that I did not want to say that. But I just was – I got scared, to be honest. I got scared. I thought, you know, what if Selena wants to leave me? <laughs> and we just reassured each other that's not an option. And so um, – when those in those times when you feel like you're at a you're at like a complete standstill and mm-hmm. you, you don't know if you can make it, rest in your covenant. It's there to protect you, to be a boundary so that you have a a, a forum, an arena to actually battle it out mm-hmm. in a really healthy way. And so if you ever feel that that doubt creeping in, it's a good time just to stop and say, Hey, by the way, I'm not going anywhere. Right. This sucks. We're gonna work through it. Well, and I also oh go ahead. I also would say don't don't be afraid to get counseling. Um, mm-hmm. I've I've had friends, and there's been moments where I think we probably needed counsel, to be honest. And I think sometimes we look down on it, or we think maybe we're a weaker person, or we're our marriage is weak. Like we could never do this. But honestly, I think at some point every marriage needs counseling. Every marriage needs a third party to kind of okay let's see what's going on in the situation. Let's let's dissect the heart. Maybe there's places we're not, there's things we're not able to deal with. There's hot emotions mm-hmm. that we can't figure out where, why they're triggered. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's a sign of weakness to, to go to counseling. I think it's a, a huge sign of strength to be able to say, we are broken here. There's something that is, we're missing. We can't get through, like, please help us. And, um, I think I've been fed from friends who've gone to counseling so much. I'm just like, Oh, our counselor told us to do this. I'm like, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. We should do this. Like, you know, so right. I, I think just being, being okay with that and just letting go of the stigma of, Oh, we're in counseling. I think that's huge. You just need to do what you got to do to take care of yourself and your marriage mm-hmm. and be okay with that. And God is good and he will, he will bring you back. So I'm sorry. You're scrolling. I'm a little distracted now. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> That's good. No. Okay. Good wisdom. Um, okay. Someone asked, uh, um, let's see. Someone said, please pick me. I I was like, hi Kylie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay. Let's see here. Again, you guys welcome. If you're just joining us, feel free to, to ask a question. Um, obviously there's a lot of questions here. We'll try to find it. Um, some, uh, uh, let's see. David said, uh, hi, David. What's up, buddy? I I, I know who you are. <laughs> we needed to catch up. Uh, he said, "Please pray for our marriage." You got it, man. Um, I I I will. Um, maybe we should we should catch up. Um, let's see. If you have a question, make sure to put it in here. Instagram, you too. Um, here's one. It said, "What do you do when your spouse doesn't want to change?" Um, was that on Instagram? Yeah, that's on Instagram. Oh, okay. Seems yeah. uh, he doesn't care about me. Seems like it just does whatever he wants. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yep. Your spouse doesn't want to change. So, uh, it depends on the, the, the behavior, right? So we are, uh, this is a big, like, I don't know, soapbox for me (laughs) because it's so easy to, in, in like a marriage blog context or like a ministry context to say, Hey, you want this result, fix this, that, and the other, and it'll be good. Right. And so what we end up doing is we take fruit and we staple it onto the tree and then we wonder why that fruit is rotting when really a true fruit that grows <laughs> and from a healthy place is going to grow organically and it's going to come off the branch. It's going to be, right. it's going to be rich. It's going to be full. It's going to be sweet. Um, but so many times we, we take we be the behavior. Yeah. Well, we want to, we want to posture and basically say like, 
change your behavior so that you can look right. and, and be the way I want you right. to be. Behavior is just a symptom, truly, of it's, some deeper heart it's issue. It's a symptom of a belief. Yeah. yeah. So it always it comes down to your roots and what do you believe. Mm -hmm. So in terms of changing, right, if someone doesn't want to change, uh, it really depends on what that is. Like if you're aligned mm -hmm. in, in your, you're equally yoked in that you're, you believe the same thing, you're both submitted to the gospel and, and you live out of the gospel, mm -hmm. then there's a whole totally different conversation than if you don't share that, that same belief system. Right. Right. And so a lot of what we write and, uh, you know, thank you for people who read it because mm -hmm. sometimes it can feel a little basic, but you know, that's the biggest issue is that if you don't understand the gospel and it's not there, then all the behavior stuff is for not right. Mm -hmm. It will, it might work for a season. You'll see change for two or three months, but it's just a matter of time until that, that fruit that you stapled onto the branches <laughs> until that fruit starts right. to rot and wither and fall off. And now you're left back where you started yeah. with rotten food, on, fruit on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I hope that answered your question. Uh, what to do if you're a believer? I'd say just pray, trust God, and um, and love. Yeah, love and well. ask others to pray for you, and not yeah. in a divisive way. I have one. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> not <laughs> in a divisive way, but just in a come alongside me way. Um, yeah. I feel like that's really important. And be careful, you know, what advice you get from who and um, you people that mm. have your covenant. They're they're um, advocating for your covenant and not adversaries. Um, yeah, adversaries for it, but. Can I? Yes, go. I, uh, I Nikki, that. what's your funniest date memory? That's Mine? One. I, I don't know. Both of ours, I guess. We were probably both there. <laughs> I'm assuming. Uh, you know what? When we were first dating, uh, we went to Seattle. Do you remember that? And I we, remember our first date. I didn't know if this was. This wasn't our first ever date. This was. Okay. Um, this was with our friend. This was with our biker friend. Oh, okay. I didn't remember. I don't know what you're talking about. I was thinking about. Rob, but you don't want to oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's not on Facebook, so. He, he, he is on Facebook. It's no, not he's him. Not, he's it's never you. goes. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> that was what we did is we ended up going to Seattle Gasworks Park. If you know the area, it's, yeah. it's really weird, uh, interesting park, old uh, steam factory. I don't know what it was, but it's like. The steampunk. movie 10 Things I Hate About You, they like are throwing paint balloons at each other and like having this like funny fight that's how gas works part right. of that whole black like industrial area behind. anyway so we drove up there and we, <laughs> the drive was great and then i went to turn left across a busy road and i it was a stick shift and i killed it and i almost we almost got t-boned by like an angry biker and he drove up and harley biker and like oh. stopped and i finally like popped the clutch and got out of the intersection we were 16 and yeah we were like 16 young and he uh he he was livid and he ended up following around. He went around the block. I thought we were in the clear, he went around the block and like pulled in front of me and got off. And he was like, I thought he was going to you me. out the car. <laughs> he, he wanted to, he wanted to introduce my face to his fist. <laughs> and uh, he was uh, very, very angry. It was very clear. Um, thank, thank the Lord that the door did not give way. <laughs> um, and uh, Selena got to see the, all my bravery. <laughs> I was like, Oh, please don't hurt me. Really I think big, hairy biker man. Me and I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> Please, I don't. Yeah. Oh my word. So that that was scary. It's funny in hindsight, but very scary at the time. Then we ended up going to the park, and uh, we ended up throwing each other in the lake. We had a blackberry fight, and we changed into fight. like with blackberries. We like smeared them all each other. Yeah. So. And then we ended up uh, changing into funny. our swim clothes mm -hmm. so that we could be dry, which is ironic. So, yeah. Yeah. It was fun. You got one. I was trying to think. <laughs> Just not coming to me. Okay. Well, <laughs> maybe if it comes times, later, we'll, we'll, we'll mention it. <laughs> All right. Let's see. We'll take a few more here. Yeah. It's been, uh, wow, it's been about been like 27 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So. Do you want to talk about Fierce Wives with Fierce Husbands real quick? Sure. While we're going through this? Sure. Go for it. Okay. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> fierce, uh, fierce Husbands and Fierce Wives are these, they're kind of like uh, – what, what's the word? They're splinter groups of the fierce marriage <laughs> ecosystem, right? So we have our Facebook page. That's kind of the main uh, way that we interact with people. But we created these closed groups, Fierce Husbands and Fierce Wives. You can find them on Facebook, and you can, you can ask to be included in the group. And what it is, it's just kind of a closed forum to discuss hard issues. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's been very – very uh, challenging at times because there's a lot of pain and that becomes very clear. Um, and we're, we, we want to help, but we also realize that community online is very limited mm -hmm. and that you, in order to get true healing, true help, um, 
it, you a lot of times need to just urge people to get off their computers <laughs> and go and go get help. Right. And so, um, anyway, what I really enjoyed most about it, at least the Fierce Husbands group, is seeing other men who love Jesus, just encouraging each other, giving each other advice. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey, if you're watching this, Joey's a guy who created a prayer request form, and and he manages all that. Nice. And what happens is guys get on there and they they submit their prayer requests, and he just will pray over them. And once a week or so, uh, he'll get in there and um, remind the guys that that's there for them. Um, it's, it is moderated, so it's not a free for all. Um, mm-hmm. We try to protect uh, your time and your notifications and your notification tolerance. Working on that uh, wise. Yes, because <laughs> uh, we know that it can be very wearing and you're not in marriage ministry, right? We are. And so you're not ready to deal with all that stuff. Um, but what are you enjoying about the Fierce Wives group? Oh, and by the way, we're going through the 31 Day Pursuit Challenge with, I'm going with the husbands and she's going, you're going with the wives. Yes. That's been a lot of fun too. And I have not posted today and it's 640. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Well, the challenge, maybe this can be my little plug, but the challenge, it was, um, I think do something new with each other. And this is new for us, honestly, like we've never recorded something live, (laughs) but it could be very simple as well. There's lots of simple things that we have not done. Um, I am really enjoying, um, the ministry, I think of other wives to each other. Um, I'm really blown away at. I don't know if this sounds funny, but I feel like I didn't understand the gospel very well until just a few years ago. Um, I We were kind of raised in a prosperity gospel kind of driven church. Well, you church. were for sure. Yeah. I was, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, there was just a lot of kind of wrong theology. And so I feel like I'm very leery of like other people giving ministerial advice, especially on pages. And if I don't know the person, but God has really just like blown me away and hearing what some of these women that I don't even know and how they're ministering to each other. And it's solid. Uh, I'm not saying all of it is because Lord knows it is not, but the ones that I am seeing and that I am reading, um, I am just, I'm really blown away about how big God is in, in each of you out there that are either writing or reading. And, um, it's really built my faith. I feel like, Mm -hmm. and my confidence in God and in, um, the body of Christ. And that was not always the truth for me. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So articulate. Um, just real quickly, someone asked, are your Facebook quotes and advice directly from you? Um, Some yeah, they're from us personally. Yeah. Unless they have a name by yeah, it. If it's attributed, then we didn't write it. Yeah. Uh, if it's not attributed, <laughs> usually that means that we us. wrote it. Yeah. Um, it's usually you, you're a really good writer. Well, thank you. And I, it takes me like seven hours to make one of those things. <laughs> seven so hours. If you see an image come through with a quote on it, share that sucker <laughs> because they take a long time and it's, it's hard to outsource that. Hey everybody say hi to Jeff, Jeff Marsh, my best friend, yeah, yeah. Hey, buddy, you're here. Love you, man. Um, speaking of good friends who keep you accountable, he's my guy. Yeah. He texts me really, uh, really prying questions when I'm out on business trips and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, all stuff I need to hear. Yeah. Okay. Let's do, let's do, uh, one or two more. Okay. 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 Someone asked, this one's really easy. What day are you on in the fierce wives group? Eleven. Um, we're on day 11, but you can jump in midstream. Yep. And somebody was asking, do you read the wife in pursuit and husband in pursuit books together with your spouse or do you read them individually? They're designed to go together. I wish you would have had them together. They actually like Here. match each other. Yeah, go. Okay. Um, nice. Oh, yeah, it's my book. Um, so they are designed to go together. And the we, we strategized all of the challenges and, and created them to go together. However, I think it's, we think it's all even right. more. It's See all that? about. It's a, there's a little. <laughs> they match up like. Nexus point in right the middle. There. It's a have... it's a common topography map. Yeah, uh, we had a, people guessing what it was early on, and it's to symbolize that you're each on your own journey, but you're in the same uh, you're in the same what's the word you're on the map. same map essentially. <laughs> and there are definitely mountains yes. and there are valleys, and uh, you're, as you're All pursuing kinds each of other, as you're pursuing each other, let's get this figured out. <laughs> as you're pursuing each other side toward a side. common good, yes. which by the way, it's a little looks like a triforce thing. That's actually. Um, a symbol for the, the Trinity is what I figured out. And um, you're heading toward God. You're yeah. actually getting closer together. So um, so you don't have to do them together. They are designed and created to do together, but you don't have to do them together. I think it's um, pretty awesome if a wife wants to do it on her own and just start doing these challenges. Like 
writing her husband a letter of encouragement and gratefulness. Um, no. These are not hard challenges. They're very real and easy challenges to do. Um, but they're not, I think we should have put a few rest days in there. I'm like, yeah. holy cow. This <laughs> yeah, next is time we're doing some rest days. But where, it is good. Yeah. It is good. It's just like. There are some down days where you just like, we'll send a text. Yes, yes. There's those and it takes like three minutes. Right. And then there's some where you have to plan. Like, and it's dinner. good, you know, it's like exercise. You just never regret it. You know, I never yeah. regret reading it and doing it. And it's, it's funny that you write it and you read it, but doing it is a whole different, a whole different journey. So do it together. Do it maybe with an, you know, another couple, you could have an accountability couple and say, Hey, how's it going? Or you can do the fierce wives or fierce um, husbands as well. Yeah. Okay. You guys, um, what do you think? You want to take one more? Yeah. Let's do one more question. Um, let's see here. I don't see it. Um, Um, okay. So this is one that we get actually pretty often. Um, and it's basically, and I won't repeat it word for word, but it's basically, is it, uh, what do you do if you have, uh, your, your husband or your wife right. has a coworker of the opposite sex and there, you feel like they're, they're like getting friendly with them. Right. <laughs> or there's like, there's a risk of some sort of emotional affair developing right. or infidelity of some sort. Yeah. And there even are cases where the wife has said, Hey, that bothers me. And the husband will defend the relationship. It's vice versa too. The husband will say that bothers me and the wife will defend the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you do in that situation? I think it warrants conversation, of course. Um, and be, but in a conversation not, that's not emotionally charged again, it's identifying, okay, what are the things that are making me feel uncomfortable? Are these, are these real discomforts or are they just insecurities? Um, and knowing each other well enough to say, Hey, can I, can we be honest about this and Mm -hmm. what I feel like this when this happens or when you're talking to this person, or I feel like there's just too much. I feel like you're just really comfortable. It makes me uncomfortable when you're I don't know, joking like this, or you're constantly texting or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it's just business, but, um, how do you feel? And am I, am I right in feeling this? Are there boundaries we can set? Um, you know, just, I think really clarifying and identifying what the struggles are, um, will either highlight or like diffuse the situation. Yeah. It, absolutely. Start with communication. Uh, if you're, if you're one of the people who, uh, if, if you're the one with the relationships at work, um, I would just say, just be open to mm-hmm. the possibility that you're in the wrong and that even though you might feel like you've got it all under control, mm-hmm. um, you need to give that to God to convict you as he needs to, mm-hmm. um, be, for the good of your marriage. And, yep. uh, it takes some time to come around to that, right? If you've got a job that requires something that is making you compromise in, in a way that you feel like, or your wife or your husband feels like it's going to go down a bad road, right. then, um, God will provide if, if that job needs to change. Right. right? But it's up to us to hold it very with, with an open hand, Mm -hmm. Instagram, (laughs) uh, with an open hand, meaning that he will give and he will take away. And we are just stewards. Uh, we don't own the jobs that he allows us to have, nor do we own anything that the job produces. Um, but we merely care for it. And, uh, our first priority is our marriage. (laughs) And, uh, you know, if, if you look at it, like our priorities, Start with the Great Commission, right? Love God, love others, go forth, make disciples right. of all nations. Then that starts, your first disciple is each other, right. and then it goes outward. So if your first ministry is, is on the chopping block, then that's that's, that's well, wrong priority. And I think, you know, somebody was saying how, how they're having trouble setting boundaries. Um, I think that part, there was one other question, right, that I wanted to do on here. But okay. anyway, sorry. Um, I think that if you're able to turn off communication and kind of stop it once the workday is over, um, you know, maybe there's instances where there's projects where you have to work like after hours or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but being completely transparent with that, I think saying, okay, five o'clock, like I'm off the clock. I'm not going to, you know, interact with anybody else, you know, on Facebook or whatever. Um, I think that's stuff to talk about. That's, you know, mm-hmm. should we even be friends on Facebook? Should we be talking? Should we be interacting? And how, what does that look like? I think, um, you can't really control the work environment, but you can um, talk to each other about how, how your heart's feeling. And you can set up safeguards against it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and just as we've said before, just talk, talk, talk through it. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Next thing, it was kind of just an easy one to end on. How often do you guys go out on dates outside the house? We probably sound like homebodies. We just do like date bugs and whatnot. Yeah. But we actually, and I would strongly, this was advice I got from a friend who went to counseling. Um, they said, have a date night once a week. And we do mm-hmm. date lunches because Thursday mornings we do, we record our podcasts. Um, we have a friend who watches our kiddos. And then we, um, we go out to lunch and that's kind of our date because everybody's kind of happy. It's mm-hmm. we're, we're still awake. We're not tired. Evenings aren't bad. We did actually last Sunday, we were just feeling disconnected and said, okay, grandparents, we need your help. <laughs> we need to go have dinner mm-hmm. and just talk and be adults for like mm-hmm. an hour. Um, so I think once a week is ideal. If you can swing it with and, and clear out yeah. your schedule, it is so important. I always look forward to it. Thursday comes fast. It's awesome. You're better parents for it. Um, you're better spouses for it. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah. And if you don't have kids, there's no excuse. <laughs> and that's a lot of you. And I'm just saying, I'm calling you out because get out, have some fun together yeah. and like invest the time. Yeah. You don't have to uh, stay inside and watch Netflix all the time. Go outside. outside. <laughs> we live in the Northwest and when it's sunny, man, everybody's outside. Yeah. And I wish we could go outside more often. Um, but t- you know, get creative and actually um, in the back, and this isn't intentional, but in the back of these books, there's 50 creative date ideas. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are outside and a lot of them are fairly inexpensive. Yeah. It's just a matter of being creative with that stuff. Uh, but get out and do fun things together. Even not just dinner and a movie, but do something different. You know, maybe go try rock climbing yeah. uh, in an indoor gym or go, you know, rent one of those little boats yeah. on a lake or something. Um, or get out and go snowshoeing. Or just try to run. Go yeah, yeah. take advantage of those winter months. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, anyways, I think, yeah, we should probably start wrapping it up. Yeah, well, I think we're good. I, we've been on here for close to 40 minutes. Um, <laughs> and so, we got kiddos coming home soon. Yeah, you guys are awesome. <laughs> we love doing this. I think we're going to do it again in the future. Yeah. Um, please uh, feel free to uh, ask any questions. Do you mm-hmm. have the phone number handy? It might be in the garbage can. <laughs> we <laughs> cleaned the office today. The rundown. It's right there. Yeah, I don't know if it'll go away, though. Don't do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you never know with these things. <laughs> Uh, you know, go to fiercemarriage.com slash podcast. podcast. You've got the phone number there. Yeah. If you want to ask a question, you want to type it in on your phone or on your computer, go to fiercemarriage.com slash ask. Yeah. And you can do that. And we will um, either answer it in something like this or we'll um, try to get to it on the podcast. But uh, anyway, we love you guys. Yeah. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you so much for giving us your time. And hello to all friends and new friends. And goodbye. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Take care, you guys. Stay fierce. Stay fierce. All right. We're going to go have some dinner now. All right. See ya.